was saying But it kept on spilling Is a worse just the same His mind seemed scrambled Like a burned out candle With half the wick of missing And a nothing for flame Like this <laughs> Alright, we're, we're live And you had an episode name Ah, that's on 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 air now. You had an episode name for this one. What's what? what's the topic? Why the hell are we doing a podcast? Why are we doing a podcast? Do you have an answer you'd like to throw out first? My answer would just be why the hell not? <laughs> it's short and sweet. Um, I feel like we're interesting enough. We got something to say. That and, and we know enough people that have an interesting story to tell mm-hmm. I think our whole being misunderstood is a, a great concept it is a great concept um, because we, we've come across people who we normally wouldn't you know socialize <laughs> or interact with and we've been able to find a common denominator or even empathize with, with what they're saying mm-hmm. so I think this is a, a great opportunity for us. And why the hell not? Okay. I think it's interesting enough. I think people want to listen. Yeah, I, I, I hope people want to listen <laughs> because some of it is I want this opinion to be heard is the folks that I have had discussions with paint me into a corner. The time we were on the po- Appalachian podcast, yes. that was definitely an inspiration to try and do something on our own. What those guys were doing is something that I want to try and do, but I want to make sure that the voice that's out there that is ringing in a lot of people's heads about what liberals, what black people, what LGBTQ supporting people are thinking is our actual views. And not what's painted on us. Yes, yes. And the same is true for when we've gone and talked with the Patriot Networks. Even when we're in with some friendly groups. Like we've been in with the NAACP meetings. And there's been some like disagreements. Yes. So having a place to speak about those disagreements and give my honest opinion and why I think these things are true. That's what I'm hoping this podcast is about. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But I've also noticed that with all these groups we've interacted with, mm-hmm. there's a common ground. A lot of times we want the same thing. We just are going on different ways of, of trying to find that. Either it's it's being redirected on focusing your anger or your frustration somewhere else or or just finding a common group that you could just disagree with and you can shake a stick at. Now, that's the, then the big good question. Can you have a platform like this and keep an audience without having an enemy? If we don't have someone to shake a stick at, if we come in and we go, you know what? Those conservatives have some good points when it comes to A, B and C. Is the liberal audience going to leave us? Are the people we're arguing with, do they have to make us a bad guy? Otherwise, their audience isn't going to listen to us anymore. Or do we have to make them a bad guy? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, I don't know. Can we draw an audience of people who go... I'd like to be able to articulate my point. And here's some words that these folks use. And here's some thoughts that they use. And now I can repeat these kind of things that go in with my own worldview. That's what I'm hoping to do. Okay. I I like it. I like it. 
And I think it works for. Can you voice your frustration without them matching it or trying to one up you? I think the frustration comes because most people have an emotional reaction and they're embarrassed of that. So they try and hide their emotional reaction in logic. But you can't fight something that's emotional with something logic. I think that's where big problem is. Most, I hope most of my opinions, especially when it comes to government, are logical opinions and not emotional opinions. And I, I, I like having a place to at least come in and lay out my logical points for my opinions. Okay. Okay. I can respect it. Okay. I think because our number one has to be the Confederate monument. It's probably the thing that we've been the most passionate about. And is there enough logic behind wanting the Confederate monument moved to warrant its movement? That's that's the, the thing that I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is not just yes, but unequivocally, absolutely yes. It's hard because it's hard for us to show empathy to somebody who will sit there and tell you that monument is a rep- represents my grandfather who took a bullet in, in the Civil War. My great great grandfather who t- took a bullet in the Civil War and had to walk with a limp for the rest of his life and struggled with farming because of this. You know, he 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 couldn't afford slaves. It, can can we empathize with with that person? But that person's not real. They are his, real. His father did not come home with a clean, shiny uniform, standing with the gun. His father came home defeated ready to start a new life as a farmer, as an American. That is not the truth of who their father is. And I think that can be a scary part, is facing the truth of who your ancestors were. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think it's any worse than them going, you know, if it wasn't for Africans selling you into slavery, you wouldn't be here. You're doggone right. That's How, true. Well, can you equate it to to the Vietnam War and what were we fighting there for we can't deny the fact that they went over there and fought for their country didn't know why they were fighting Mm -hmm. but they came back and there was some emotional trauma you know they should be celebrated somehow for, for, for their service to their country and granted you know the Confederacy wasn't fighting for their country at the time, but the, but look at the lack of support for the Vietnam War compared to the lack of support for the Confederacy. How many Vietnam memorials are there in counties around Virginia? I, I think we we know this. We know that clearly those monuments were put there mm-hmm. to. Suppress a, a a a black folks, but on the other end, people who had no reason to support them, other than hey, you know, it is a representation of that my time fighting, you know, brother against brother wasn't in vain. What, and I think we and, and some I, of it I, is I, we, we need to push it the other way. Not only was it in vain, but fighting the U.S. government with weapons 
is a terrible idea. If the Constitution is true, we the people have ordained this government. If you can't argument and vote your way into the government and you have to resort to weapons, that's fascism. Celebrating the Confederacy feels like celebrating fascism. Now, I 100, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> don't don't but, be reading but I, on I this. Do, I, do, I do, do need to, to play devil's advocate on this. Because I appreciate that. I, my thing is I'm trying to get a better understanding of why they hold this monument so dear. You know, we know that there, this is nothing to be celebrated. You have no ties to a, a Confederate officer who's been put on a monument, but you you can't let it go. There's got to be a reason. They have some emotional tie to this thing. I think a lot of it has to do with how wonderful a country this is. Is And we, we try and, like this, the American dream, there's a draw in this country. And I think being able to like put your flag down and say, we were here first is an amazing piece of this country. But the truth is the reason this country is so amazing is because so many people came here and put down their flags and then got to work on improving it. But but at the same time, you're trying to tell me that my great grandfather fought to oppress you. Yes. Yes. But I would also say... I know my grandfather was a good person. He didn't have any slaves. Why would he fight to keep you oppressed? And I think that gets into the other part. Good people do terrible things all the time. (laughs) You don't have to be a devil to do something terrible. and You don't have to be an angel to do something wonderful. Is good people do terrible stuff. Well, what would it take for me to convince you that your great-grandfather was a terrible person? He probably was. Ooh. But he was also probably a good person. It depends on who you ask. I mean, if you ask the Jew in a concentration camp what kind of man Adolf Hitler was, not going to get a good. <laughs> but if you asked Ava Braun what kind of husband was he, what kind of provider was he, if you mm-hmm. saw his dogs come to him at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It depends on how you have an interaction with somebody, how much information you have about them. And part of the problem we've got now is just like with Hitler's story, it's not just the people around him who have this information. When we deal with the Confederacy, it's not just what's been given out. We now have the Confederate Constitution, which is really easy to read. We have the declarations of the states. We have copies of letters of soldiers. We know what they went to fight for. We know it was human bondage. You know, but I choose not to acknowledge it. (laughs) Now... Now, how many times have we run across that? Every Cause, time. Because we, we, we still hear the narrative that the Civil War was not fought over slavery. We do. And, and these people wholeheartedly believe that. Because how- they're American. <laughs> and as Americans, it was not fought over slavery. We didn't want to divide the country. As Confederates, it was fought over slavery from the jump. <sighs> how can you say that? You know, there are just as many Confederate flags being flown in Southwest Virginia than there are as there are American flags. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You mean to tell me these people are Confederates? No, I think these people revere a false Confederacy. 
Please elaborate. Please elaborate. Yes. What do the you confederacy mean? that they wish existed is the confederacy that even you and I were sold. So some of the reason they're like, why are all of a sudden you're angry? Because I just got the truth. <laughs> you know, if you eat a sandwich and halfway through you discover it's got a fly in it, you don't finish the sandwich. <laughs> and this is what's happened is, is we've been fed this thing that we've just now discovered is rotten. And we've decided to stop eating. And they go, look, you ate half of it. Why'd you quit? <laughs> we don't want to eat the other half. I ain't eating your fly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> eating your fly sandwich. <laughs> and, I, and that's what's happened. I think even as African-Americans, we sat in these same history classes. We listened to the people tell us this was about taxes. And we went, well, you're a teacher. You know better than I do. Let me take these notes. This was about taxes. Mm. But as we are given essentially the world wide web, as soon as we have information at our fingertips, it doesn't add up anymore. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Ooh. The big problem is not going to be fighting over the past generation. It's going to be what are our kids going to think of us. When presented with evidence that the Confederacy set up, fought for slavery, did I continue to wear a Confederate flag? A lot of them did. They finished that sandwich. They finished that sandwich. <laughs> and... If we talk about why we're starting the podcast, I think that goes back to the beautiful <laughs> statement. You know, sometimes you might want to stop eating the sandwiches. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so this is a good place, I think, to air that question out. And I, we've already decided essentially every episode is going to be question oriented. Mm. At what point do you stop eating <laughs> the sandwich? At what point do you stop eating the sandwich? <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, is there another hot topic? That's worth hitting. Are you talking about local? I'm not talking about any. We're at about, we're hitting on the 15 minute mark. And so just time wise, giving a viewer an opportunity to listen to 15 minutes sounds good. So one thing we could do is at this 15 minute mark, tease into what the next question might be. And so. Let me check my Palm Pilot. <laughs> Ah, did you take your... No, it's still over there. So there's a Palm Pilot in the studio. And I like calling my broke-down garage a studio. And until we start getting some video in here, we're going to continue calling it the studio. Uh, we'll have to put out a quest for the listeners. I I got a good teaser. What's the good teaser? Um, question we brought up. Okay. Is it racism? Is it racism? Which is I, tough. It is. How many times have you <laughs> you been in this situation? And, and I, I know for, for for my brother and I, we're just not that that outspoken. Like, oh man, that's racist. Get out of my face. You know, we, we're not those type of people. We gotta wave it over. We gotta think it over a little bit. Was that racist? Sling 
Shaq hope it throws you farther. You bought your stadiums built for only soccer. When the world built on lies, the truth is a threat. Faith over the fortune, it kept you out of debt. With snakes and money pits that you ain't found yet. Crooks behind a scene like he drowned yet. Rain bills from the ranks to the whole town wet. God's grace rains down, that's the holy fountain. Got 12,000 acres full of holy mountains. See, you almost didn't make it, who are you without him? 